0: But I, I say to Key before I come in, I'm like, oh, that's going to be great. Off topic's going to come around. We're all going to rip the, the shit out of Zach for his non opinion. And I tell her what the opinion is. And he, she's like, does he just not like flavor? It's <laughs> like, yeah, no, nah, that, that pretty, well, pretty well sums it up.
1: Welcome to the Well Played DLC Podcast. I am Zach Jackson, joined as usual by Kieran Verbrugge. Hello. Yeah, nah, cheers. Jordan Garcia.
2: Hello.
0: And Adam Ryan. Hello. Jordan, you're back on Um, second uh, billing.
1: Yep. Kieran is here. Can confirm. What? He's uh, just saving his words.
3: What?
0: I said hello. Apart from the words where he said hello when you oh, introduced I him. didn't.
2: I didn't hear that. That's why I said, oh, cheers.
0: Well, this is off a great now. start.
2: See, I, I'd just seen that there was like a notification in the text chat and I thought like someone had said like, good job with the intro and you said cheers. Oh, really? It wasn't was Welcome it wasn't to that. the
1: podcast, people.
0: <laughs> hello. <laughs> <laughs> How are we all? Yeah, good, mate. Doing well. That's good.
1: That's that's good to hear. I'm actually, okay. actually right. very well. Adam. Far away. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut you off right there. So, mm-hmm. the old grandma Jackson had
3: a birthday this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we know. We were there. <laughs> <laughs> all
2: right, all right. right. She, uh, Before you go on, she tells me. Are you talking about your, your magpies or your actual grandma?
1: <laughs> actual grandma. There's no grandma pie. Uh-huh. Um...
2: So that's the Eddie McGuire. What's
1: that? Yeah, yeah. So she, and she was telling me that, um, people in Launceston, or sorry, Tasmania
0: call lunchtime dinner time. Yeah. They're fucking backwards bait.
3: Can you 100%, confirm that?
0: I can confirm that. And it is what the most ass backwards thing. That is dumb. Yep. I no, I'm with you. That's dumb Ceston. I, I, that I bet Ash Whaling does that. He would actually. He's the
1: kind of bloke that definitely would call yeah. lunchtime, dinner time. And Get him on the blower, I reckon he does. And mealtime at night time is called tea time?
0: Yep. Like tea fuck? is in the drink that I'm currently consuming. It's fucked, mate. I'm ashamed to live in the state that does this sort of thing. Do you conform to these names? No, absolutely not. It's breakfast, lunch and dinner. That's that's how it is. My oh, man, that's what I'm yeah.
2: about. For, for guilty confession, I actually don't have lunch. I only eat two meals a day.
0: Yeah, but what you wake it? up at three. Me in the one, afternoon,
2: meal, you're No, I I wake up at nine. I just don't eat until midday.
0: Now, look, I can vibe with that. I I skip breakfast on the regular, so I'm not gonna not gonna shoot any. Not
2: gonna lie, it. You're absolutely right. There, it's then for me like always waking up too late for school every day so i have to skip breakfast and run to school <laughs> <laughs> good so
1: that was the opposite like at school i was pretty good for breakfast but when i have like a morning shift at work it's just no nah, no time no time for that
0: no, gotta be out the door gotta get to work well,
1: how about you is it what's uh what are the uh wa people think of Dinner
2: time at lunchtime. time. Well, because time. of the time difference, dinner time for us is actually their lunch time.
3: <laughs> yeah, it, it would actually make sense there. <laughs> um, no, that's fuck. That's stupid. Yeah. Sorry.
1: I, I think that's the real
3: reason
0: why
1: uh, the mainland broke away from Tassie.
0: <laughs> yeah, and it has the every reason to. I don't blame it at all.
1: Yes, Karen,
0: how are you?
3: Yeah, I'm alright. Kicking along as usual.
1: Very nice. How's your... Uh... So for those who don't know, uh, Mr. Kieran and Well played Zach Reardon have started a Wednesday night stream called What Do You Know? I think yeah, that, that's it. Yeah. Uh, how's that going? What is it and how's it going?
3: It's, uh, it's, it's going alright. I think we're up to... We'll be coming up to the third, maybe fourth stream uh, this week. We're only doing it every second week at the moment, but we'll see. We'll see how that goes in the future. Um, but it's basically, I guess, just like a a live streamed podcast-ish sort of thing, not unlike this, um, where we kind of chat about the gaming and entertainment news of the of the fortnight. Um, but it culminates in a couple hours of high intensity Uno. Gameplay. Um, usually with, uh, well, obviously with with myself and Zach, and then usually a couple other people if we can rope some people into it. Yeah, not gonna um, lie. i started out.
2: I, I, I think it's great. It's like very entertaining. You know, I love the idea of, you know, just, it, it almost comes off as just like a casual conversation because you're playing a game at the same time.
3: Yeah. Well, it started, it started with we the first episode we did, we, um, we tried to do, like, the the bulk of the talk and Uno at the same time and Oof. quickly learned that it doesn't work. Or it does work and it's funny, but not in the way intended. Uh, so we've kind of separated them a little bit now. But, yeah, it's good fun. If anyone's ever free on a Wednesday night and we're, we're doing it, come join. Um, we've got a Discord set up that I can't link here obviously because this is an audio podcast But i mean you can but um, it'll be
2: included in the uh the associated article for the podcast
3: <laughs> but yeah
1: thanks nice. for asking that's okay thanks for sharing uh jordan how you been mate
2: i'm actually very good i'm well rested because i stopped going to bed at 4 a.m every night um, that's good lad uh and yeah Uh, you know, just been, been chilling. Uh, I gave Adam the best vacuum related nickname ever and you cannot top it, Zach. I called him, I called him Mike Dyson.
1: Oh, that is very good. (laughs) I like that.
2: (laughs) But, uh, yeah, nah, I've just, I've been really good.
1: Nice.
0: Adam, you're, uh, you're doing well? I am, mate. I'm, um... I'm a bit sore. I went for a, a nice long bike ride with a couple mates uh, over the weekend, and my entire body is feeling it. But apart from that, I'm uh, I'm doing well. Very nice. good along.
1: to hear. Good to hear.
0: Well, we're uh, we're doing the uh, the video uh,
1: podcast again. The uh, potentially looking at maybe uh, streaming it for those who want to see our faces, Jordan, when uh, we do this. Uh, I actually went and bought a, a light, special, a special lantern. A lantern? A la- I didn't buy a lantern, no. We had uh, some issues last week, post-podcast, where uh, I bought a lantern, you know, good one, with, with a candle. I was like, may- you know, maybe this will be enough light for the room, but turns out it's it's not, not even close to being enough light. It wasn't so it was even enough light for your for face. <laughs> So, we even, so I, went, I was at IKEA on on the weekend with Anna, and I bought a lamp. And the, you know those cool like globes with like the coils in them. I was like, yep. I can, I was like, I want one. Daddy wants one. So and I was like, it's gonna look stupid. You, like you won't even be able to see it. And I was like, well, you're wrong because I'll know it's there. So
2: it's all about uh, the moral victory, isn't it?
1: It is. And Then I bought it. For, it was thirty dollars. And you and can't I was see like, it. Take that. Take that. And then I put it in and it's like got a real orangey red glow and it's just, it's a bit shit. And she walked past the room and she's like, this looks like a sex
0: predator's demo. <laughs> So You know what? Up until then, I was like, nah, look, good for you. You know, you, you bought it because you wanted it, but then Anna went and just raked you over the coals. That's, that's rough.
1: But then I got revenge. So I was at work and I was like, you know what, I'm I'm gonna buy one of those color lights, those the uh, the smart globes. Oh, what, you what, what are the Philips here these days? No, it's a TP Link one. Oh, okay. Um, thirty bucks. No, 40 bucks. Sorry, thirty bucks with a little team discount there. Uh, and I was like, I'll make it teal in in the uh, background. And I told Anna, she's like, that that's that's stupid, dumb. So I put it in, synced it to Google Home. So now when I go, hey Google, turn on. Turn on all mate. Actually, I should set it to turn, to turn on all that. Um, <laughs> It'll turn on every appliance in your house. <laughs> uh, she's now the jealous one. She's like, I want smart lights for my... Smart, smart lights great. as great. Well. Um, so you can see I've got kind of a teal tinge. Let's let's just go with that. Uh, but yeah, not quite as good as Kieran's setup, but,
0: you know. Baby steps, mate. That's it. That's it. You got your first globe you're in.
1: That's it. <laughs> So now I'm wondering, I, I went and retrieved um, the box for the for the Globe from the recycling bin downstairs, like a dirty peasant, and I boxed it back up, so I'm wondering if IKEA will take it as a return.
3: <laughs> no chance. Wow. Never, I really want you to try, though. So now are a scumbag on the podcast.
1: The Swedes are very generous. It's only been used for, like, ten minutes. They're Australian. <laughs> they... From Sweden somewhere, Scandinavian. I mean, I mean, here,
2: Scandinavian. I was thinking I was going to be the scumbag. No, I'm like the, the ones
1: here. I'm t- I'm... Oh well, yeah, but the company, I mean, sorry. <laughs>
2: um, no, no, so... didn't you know, Kieran? They exclusively hire Swedish people.
1: That's it. They smuggle them in. I wasn't their... going to go that
2: far, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> um, I'm not. A, I'm not. A, I'm not for the. I'm not advocating for human trafficking like you. So.
1: I wasn't advocating it. I was just wanting to take my globe back. You got the you got the light for it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cheers. But uh yeah, now apart from that, that's pretty much been my week, so let's uh let's get into video games, shall we? There's a little bit to talk about this week. Uh, Kieran and Adam you both got reviews to talk about. No, Kieran, you can't, can you? Yeah, I can. You can, you can. Okay. I wasn't sure if it was this week or next week. No, it's this week. Um and I've got some big news. But, uh. Jordan, what have you been playing?
2: Uh. So I actually, after finishing all my modding for Oblivion last week, I actually started playing it. And I've been having a great time. I've, I've missed Wait. that game dearly.
1: Oh, okay. I, I thought for a second that you hadn't ever played it. No. Okay.
3: Riveting.
2: Good, <laughs> good,
3: good talk there. Uh, what's your, what's your favorite? What's your favorite mod, Jordan?
2: My favorite mod, uh, clearly, it's the the nude mod because then I can look at all the hot guys naked. But uh, that's a tough one because there are a lot to choose from, and I don't notice half of them. So uh,
0: it's got to be Randy Savage replacing all of the dragons in Skyrim, hundred percent.
2: What does that have to do with Oblivion?
0: No, just favourite mod in general. Oh. oh,
3: no, that's a loaded question. I'm not asking Jordan that. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> we'll
0: be here for four hours.
2: Yeah, like you know, I, I have to break it down by game at that point. you know. So, yeah. um, Open
0: Pandora's box. How do I close? <laughs> uh,
2: but, you know, I, I don't know. Most of the mods that I have installed are like just visual touch-ups for the game, which make it run like hot garbage, but I'll take it over Skyrim any day of the week.
1: Love hot garbage. nice uh anything else monster hunter rise demo
2: it's funny you mentioned that actually because eleanor and i have worked on a piece together and i was trying to get screenshots for the from the demo and i was like mm. surely i can't get screenshots from it now because the demo is not available anymore and sure enough i launched the demo and i can still play it so i'm able to get screenshots for the articles so there'll be a an article from Ilor and I before the podcast even goes up, so... Yeah. But no, nice. I haven't actually played uh, Monster Hunter Rise. Disappointing. How dare you.
1: How dare, how dare you. It's good, sir. Um, nice. Add... Um, have you been mm. playing anything that's not for review?
2: Yeah, he have been playing Apex Legends and Rocket League... And and
0: Sniper Ghost. Curtis and audio. Uh, I've been playing none of those. I the only game aside from the game that I've been reviewing is Red Dead Online. I've jumped into that for the first time because uh, I have a couple mates that are right into it, and it was like seven dollars fifty when they separated it from the main game. So I thought, yeah, why not? I'll give it a crack. Um, so I made my my cowboy got my horse all sorted, was real happy, and then my mate comes along and sets my horse on fire that I had become attached <laughs> to, and I was like, "All right, yep, this is an uh, an online rock star experience, and uh, I'll move on."
2: Now I'm undi- disappointed. It has you, been pretty good fun. I'm disappointed in you, Adam because while you've been playing Red Dead Online, that's time you could have spent and devoted to Eternity, the Last Unicorn. And also, Kieran, I saw Bernie in the background, and I love him.
3: Good. I thought you'd spot him. Shout-outs to
1: Burn Dog. (laughs) (laughs) Burn Dog. Burn Cat. Uh, K.O., what have you been playing? Not for review, anything at all?
3: Nothing else. Nothing else? Uh, Nope. Nice. Well,
1: I finally finished The Evil Within 2. That's my big news. Yeah, boy, um, he's bloody done it.
2: You should have saved it for the pledges, man.
1: Oh, what then? Just milked it. Yeah. Nah, I'm a, I'm you, a fair player. You, you should have done I what failed.
2: KS was trying to do with the FF Seven remake.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, he's an idiot.
2: <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> um, no,
1: not yeah, definitely no, the first time. <laughs> um, yeah, I really did like it. I still don't quite realise why I didn't play it four years ago whenever it came out, three years ago. Um, Kieran, do you remember what your review score was? Was it an 8.5 something like that? I think that? it was an
3: 8.5, I'm pretty sure, yeah. Yeah,
1: is um, yeah. a bit... Yeah, you know, it's a bit, mm. how you doing? Um, but, yeah, it's good. Yeah, I liked it. That the whole thing. was was, was pretty good. Um, nice. The only thing didn't write about it was in the last boss fight um, I mean it was pretty generous with ammo and stuff but it fucking dicked me with like with health um, so I had it was down to like little tiny bar of health that would like regenerate over time so I could run properly but it would kept feeding me like ammo and stuff to beat this boss but it just wouldn't give me another syringe or something to shoot up and get jacked, it just, I was on, Sounds on like, um, so basically,
2: you needed that uh, cup of coffee, that uh, Anna used last week, in your game, that game, I know right,
1: and I fucking tried to, cheat the system, I was like nah, there's all these fire dudes around, so I'm gonna kind of run back, to the safe house, have a coffee, go back out, I forgot that the coffee machine, had to, had to recharge, <laughs> <laughs> so Told yeah, you. nah, good game, um, I've also been playing more Red Dead Redemption 2 while we're on that uh, topic. Uh, I feel like I've been playing this game forever.
2: So you've been playing Red Uh, Dead offline.
1: Offline, Red Dead Redemption (laughs) offline. Yeah. Um, I think I'm sitting like maybe like 30 hours and I'm 20%
0: of the way through the story. Still still in the tutorial probably. Chapter 3. I've only...
1: uh, I've just moved the camp for the first time. When, the, when Old Mate Dutch sends you off on a scouting mission to check out. Oh, that's a bit
2: of a spoiler. Jesus.
0: Um,
1: oh, this game's like two years old, that's mate. That's right, I um,
2: haven't played it yet, mate.
1: Oh, this is not a spoiler. It's to check out a location. Now
2: I know you're going to check out uh, a location in the game. I don't need to buy it anymore.
1: And yeah, you. So, eat me. But yeah, uh, <laughs> no, it's good. Uh,
2: <laughs> the chuckle from Curie is all I needed. <laughs> the, the,
1: only, the only thing with that is. Some of the missions are just, it's just a bit boring. The whole thing's just a bit boring. Like, the amount you got to ride, and then go on fishing with those two blokes. Sorry, sorry, uh, Jordan, oh, for, the, fuck. for the spoiler. There's, this there's, fish. there's fishing. Um,
2: I thought it was a cowboy game, game not just, a fishing game. Because you can't
1: save mid-mission, which I guess makes sense, but also kind of annoying. I mean, can
2: you save mid-mission um, in real life? Yes. Oh, okay, I stand corrected then. Um, but yeah, going to jump back in on that.
1: That's, that uh, that's all I've been playing, so let's jump straight to
0: reviews. Um, Adam, you want to go first? Yeah, can do. Talk to us. What have you been reviewing? Uh, I've been playing and reviewing Curse of the Dead Gods, uh, which is a roguelite, and it's pretty brilliant. Um, I'm not usually one to play roguelikes slash roguelites, which I went out of my way to look up the difference between. Um, One just saves some progression between runs. The other does not. Um, Curse of Dead Gods does have uh, progression that saves. So there's currencies that you spend once you die and you go back to the hub and whatnot. Um, But it's set in like a Mesoamerican temple, uh, that's been taken over by the God of Death and it's been cursed to, so your, your character, every time they die, they come back. So it's all set dressing. Cause you know, that's not really, you're not playing a, a roguelike for story purposes, unless you're playing Hades, which apparently has a great but story. yeah. More, no. Um, but all of the important things are there. The combat's great. You have a main weapon, an offhand, that's usually, uh, some sort of ranged. So you have like pistols and whips and bow and arrow and shit like that. Um, and then a heavy weapon to break through guards and to stun enemies and you can do combos between those. So combat's really slick. Uh, it's very much a simple to understand, hard to master kind of situation, uh, visually, it's gorgeous. Uh, performance is really good, but the the main hook, I suppose, is that there's a corruption system. So in you can use gold to to buy weapons and upgrades and all of those wonderful things, but you can also offer uh, like a blood sacrifice and that raises your corruption bar uh, and you also, gain corruption as you progress through the, the levels as well. Each, each room that you go through, you get a certain amount of corruption. And once that bar fills, you get cursed. So it's some negative effect, like all of the statues around the temple become traps and they damage you as you walk past, but maybe you get a slight damage buff. So there's a pro and a con to, to each of the curses. So it changes up your runs every time you go through it and keeps things nice and fresh. Um, It's also got a light and dark feature where you take more damage in the dark. So you have to light sconces and braziers and things like that to illuminate the the combat area. So it's just, it's a, it's a roguelite that has a lot of different elements that brings strategy into what's otherwise kind of a chaotic combat situation. So it just, yeah, adds another layer that I wasn't expecting it to have. And it's already just a really fun game at its base. Um, the only negatives that I could really find are when combat gets overly crowded, it can be hard to, because you have a, a dodge and a parry that are linked to stamina. And all of the enemies are great at, um, like, you can, you can tell when they attack, they, uh, they have, like, a little flash of red or whatever. To, to tell you that they're about to attack but if, when things get crowded and there's a lot of effects going off at once you just have no idea what's going on so it can feel a bit frustrating when you die because things are just all over the show um, and a couple of bosses have some cheap attacks but honestly apart from that the game is really mint and I can see myself going back to it pretty frequently
1: nice so have you played any other similar games to this before?
0: Yeah, I've done like Rogue Legacy and I've done Dead Cells and I've done a few of the the different roguelikes before. Um, mm. they just for one reason or another they don't hook me like they do with with other people that like that grind and that progression. Um, mm. but I really I really dug the art style and the combat looked really uh, really sick as well. So that's kind of what caught my attention when you sent the link through to me. Um, nice. But yeah, I enjoyed it way, way more than I was expecting it to, I was expecting to.
1: Very nice. So that was, uh, you play that on uh PS4 version on the PS5, yeah? Yeah, correct. Yeah, because that game actually surprised, like when we were having the conversation, because uh, it came out earlier uh, last year or about a year ago. Um, on PC. So it has been out for about a year. Um, Yeah, it's been in
0: early access for for quite a while now. Yeah.
1: And the reviews are actually pretty positive. So, and it's only 28 bucks on Steam. So, which I assume is a similar price on on PlayStation. So about 30 bucks, but yeah,
0: it's absolutely worth that as well. Like I know a lot of people get a bit funny with games like that and obviously don't want to pay a great deal for it, but 30 bucks is yeah, I'd have no issue paying that for, for mm. this game.
1: Nice. Well, uh, shout-outs to Focus Home Interactive for the code for that one. Uh, do you have a review score to
0: give us? Uh, I do. I gave it an 8.5. Ooh. Yeah, I loved Very it. nice.
1: Tidy. Nice work. Uh, trying to find Discord. There we are. KV. Hello. Uh, the game that you told us briefly about a couple weeks ago. Uh, you can now share your full thoughts. Uh, Bravely Default 2,
3: take it Bravely away. Bravely Default 2, yes. Um, I can't remember what I actually said about it so far, but um, for, the, for the interest of anyone listening about, about this for the first time, um, Bravely Default 2 is the second sequel to Bravely Default, which was on the Nintendo 3DS. Yeah, yeah. Um just wait, just wait. Just wait. Okay. I'm getting there. Okay. Um, so the original game yeah, on the Nintendo 3DS, I think it was 2012. Uh it stemmed originally from the a uh, Final Fantasy spin-off Four Heroes of Light. Um, I'm pretty sure it's kind of like its inspiration or its or its spiritual predecessor. Um, traditional You know, turn-based JRPG, go on a big adventure, battle lots of enemies in turn-based battles, that sort of thing. Um, Spawned a sequel called Bravely Second on the 3DS as well, which was a direct sequel, so the story continued on from the first game. Um, Fast forward to, you know, 2021, and we've got Bravely Default 2, which is a uh, a whole new game. So new characters, new worlds, new everything. Um, much like they do with the Final Fantasy series with the numbered sequels. So uh, confusingly, yes, it's, br- it's the second Bravely Default game, but it's the third Bravely Default game. Um, yes, but yeah, uh, brand new story. So this one's uh, in very classic JRPG fashion about a guy who washes up on a beach and has no recollection of the world he's in or what's going on. Um, but, uh, he kind of just becomes, I guess, like a silent vessel to the overall story, which is again, very, very traditionally about four elemental crystals that keep the world in world balance in order and, uh, become, uh, lost, I guess is the easiest way to put it. Um, and bring on a calamity that you have to then thwart by, wandering around the world and helping people out in different towns and cities and fighting baddies and all that kind of cool stuff. Um, It's very, very, very similar to the first game in pretty much every way. Its story beats and its characters and its designs are all very familiar to anyone who would have played that game or basically any of the the classic Final Fantasy games as well. Um, And I remember, I think it was last week, it might not have been on the podcast, but you asked me how it was going, and I was like, "Meh." Uh, it was probably this. after the first. It was probably after the first maybe like ten or twelve hours of playing it, because um, at at that point it it all felt, I guess, very same-y, uh, very safe, and very just kind of. Uh, sim- yeah, like I said, similar to similar to the first game, but now that I've finished it. uh I can say that I very, very much enjoyed it. Mm. Uh, and I was wrong to be upset about it being the same because I remembered how awesome the first game was and how much I enjoy uh, just like a good old classic JRPG with a stupidly ridiculous narrative and punishing boss battles and grindy leveling mechanics and, and all that all that good stuff. Um, but, uh, I guess the, the thing that's probably going to stand out to a lot of people who jump into this game, uh, today, technically when this goes out, comes out on, yeah, Friday the 26th, um, is that it's, 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 it's quite a punishing RPG. So, um, on the, on the standard difficulty, uh, it's not going to be uncommon for people to retry boss battles like a dozen times before they get them. Um, and a lot of that is down to its, its unique battle system, which is, uh, I guess, the game's namesake where you have a brave mechanic and a default mechanic. Um, and essentially, if you've played any other uh, turn-based JRPG where every character gets you know a turn after one another to, to take an action um the gimmick here is that you can uh you can default and you can save an action for the next turn so you can go twice um or you can brave which is taking an action from a future turn so that you can act twice but then next time around you don't get to act um and it's it's basically like a big risk reward mechanic so you can if you're if you're feeling lucky you can go all out and attack four times in one turn or, or take four actions in one turn and hope that your strategy works and doesn't leave you in the lurch for four full turns um, or you can you know play it safe and and put your guard up and and kind of h- hope that you can hold out and and go all out later so it's um, it's, it's it's a very very addictive mechanic um, but there's definitely, a right and a wrong way to do some boss battles, and I, I feel like a lot of people are gonna come up against a lot of grinding just to get the the pure levels and the pure power to blow through things that they might not be prepared for. Um, but uh, yeah, I've I've had a lot of fun with it. Um, it took me maybe like fifty to sixty hours, I think, overall to finish it. Um, so it's a nice, nice hefty, lengthy JRPG. Um, it's very, very beautiful. Lots of very kind of pseudo 2d hand painted environments, but rendered in 3d using the unreal four engine. Um, music is awesome. Music's really, really good. Uh, yeah, I'm super, super chuffed with it, even though I've killed myself playing it this week, trying to smash out this giant game as Zach knows.
1: Mm. You've done well.
3: Um, so, uh,
1: What's awesome my question? In terms of JRPGs, where's the Bravely Default
3: series sort of rank for you? Uh, it's up there. Um, I mean, it's only been like a couple of games, or, you know, three games so far in the series. And the, the sequel, Bravely Second on the 3DS, I didn't like at all. So, two good games out of three. Um, but yeah, it's. It's something I'd like to see continue. I'd like to see them take uh, take some of their ideas to different places, hopefully, in future future games. Um, but the the studio responsible for it has other stuff going on as well. I've got, like, Octopath Traveler, um, and I've got the upcoming Project Triangle that they announced during the Nintendo Direct. Uh, so, yeah, they do a lot of cool stuff outside of Bravely Default as well. So, um, yeah. Nice. Definitely so, definitely no Final Fantasy for me. <laughs>
1: but it's... Because um, I know that there, yeah, so as, as you said, there was a period of time where you kind of weren't really loving it. Um, are you disappointed at all or are you happy with the sequel?
3: No, I'm, I'm happy with it. Uh, like I said, I think a lot of that initial hesitation came from being like, you know, this is, I've played this before. Like this just feels like the first game again, but in HD. Um, but yeah, after putting more time into it, it was just, you know, a reminder of how much I actually enjoyed that the first time around. Um, mm. And then obviously the game does kind of start to open up and expand more as, as you get further into it. Um, and some of the newer kind of ideas start coming into play. So it, it took a little while to to really click, but I, I'm really I really, really enjoyed it nice uh did you say your score uh i at the moment i'm sitting on an 8.5 okay cool
1: and yeah so shout outs to nintendo for that code there uh yeah that review will be up now if you're listening now um nice all right let's go to news because there's some uh interesting things to talk about this week, one thing, or a couple of things that might get us uh, in discussion. So let me jump to the the doco. <clears throat> Excuse me. So. <laughs> um, so I guess yeah, we'll, we'll keep we'll kick it off with with a bang. But um, the Harry Potter game, Hogwarts Legacy. Uh, I mean that's already got issues surrounding it and sort of controversy given, uh, JK Rowling's, um, uh, thoughts and, uh, tweets and opinions. Uh, but that game again has sort of come under fire, um, because the lead, um, designer, he, who is Troy, Levitt, it, Um, uh, he also, sorry, he used to run an anti social justice YouTube channel. Uh, that's from uh, the Kotaku headline there, which uh, apparently the info was uh, found by Did You Know Gaming? Um, and yeah, who just said that, um, yeah, there's like a bunch of videos on uh, this guy's channel that like titled. Uh, like the injustice, uh, the injustice of social justice in praise of cultural appropriation, and our uh, thought crimes becoming real, um, but apparently this this dude's also um, a GamerGate supporter, um, so yeah, he's not a not a a great dude, uh, with his thoughts, um, but yeah, I know that Kieran, you are probably. More passionate ab- about this than, um, because you know that you, you that you tweeted about it, it's just a bit of a bummer. I mean, for for this game that it's got this, another problem as well, um, it's probably going to divide people I- even more because you you know you'll you'll still have those fans that sort of can't let go of the, um, the Harry Potter love, and then, but mm. then you've got all this bullshit all this shit stuff on the on the other side of it, which makes it hard to sort of justify supporting um this game but the other the interesting thing that or not it's probably so much interesting but like he's have you read his statement back
3: no i didn't know there was one
1: well i think it's a statement let me let me just i think i think i read it earlier but i believe it's from that but essentially, he says that when he went for his interview with Warner Brothers, he disclosed the channel to them. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, it's sort of like, big company, don't really give a shit, really, <laughs> kind of thing. Um, yeah. But yeah, he. Oh, I gotta try and find it. Like, um, anyway, yeah. If you if you if you want to go go read it, it's definitely out there on the. Uh, on the internet but yeah he, he basically just says that you know, yeah when he went through the interview he disclosed the, the channel and they obviously didn't find it to be an issue because he was given um the role um and he's just and then he he says something like like it's good it's good to see big corp you know he says that Warner brothers might not share his views but it's good to see that they're not like um Oh, like I don't know, like bowing down to, it or, or something like that. I, I, I would have to find to find the exact wording for it. Yeah, it's a weird, so just end to the yeah,
3: classic it's like a, attitude of right wing, yeah. like alt right trolls and shit. Is like yeah, you have I to mean, be inclusive of everyone's opinions, including my shitty one. Basically, and is...
1: I'm gonna
2: have to censor myself here, but he's a. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, yeah, yeah. It definitely seems like because th- I guess this was his opportunity to uh, show remorse or whatever, it even mm, show growth if he even if he even thought any, but he just
2: he doubled down nah, on being a
1: Yeah, kind of. So it's gonna be interesting to see what Warner Brothers or Portkey or Potkey or whatever it is um, do if they do anything. But um, it's definitely yeah. not a good look for the game.
3: Yeah, it's um, not. It's like, obviously, all those, all those people that were holding on to that that one like ideal of, you know. Regardless of what J.K. said or did, like I want to support this studio. I don't want them to be disadvantaged because of, because of all that. And now for it to come out that, you know, the studio has its own issues. Yeah, and mm-hmm. what what's least, most least, concerning you know the people in in charge of it. Yeah,
2: and what's most concerning about this is, undoubtedly, he will. Whether he actively tries to or not, his misogynistic um, attitude will infect the environment of the company. So I'm.
3: Yeah, you have to wonder what the you have to wonder what the vibe is there at the studio. I
2: I would not be surprised if it's a repeat of how sexist and misogynistic Riot Games used to be.
1: Um, I've just found the article that I read and I think I've misread the headline. I think this is actually a statement he made a couple of years ago, sorry, uh, when the videos surfaced up or something. So this is on Game Rant and the article is just titled Hogwarts Legacy Designer Controversy Statement Resurfaces Amid Recent Criticisms. A statement from uh, Troy Thingy, uh, designers 2018 videos resurface where he dresses Warner Brothers' thoughts on his videos. Um, so yeah sorry it's not a recent statement sorry so I take that back um, but yeah it does sort of say yeah or says what I said pretty pretty much
3: uh, mm. but yeah I yeah. think like like one of the things I pointed out earlier in the week as well is like it's not as though Warner Brothers went you know oh he's got you know, there might be some issues here, but, you know, we need this guy for our game because he's he's the best and he's going to help us make the best version Mm. of this game because you look at his video game credits and, like, the last thing he worked on was, like, Legends of Wrestling in 2002. Mm. If this is his actual video game credits. So it's like this...
2: Literally, like the only thing on his portfolio that I'd ever even heard of before was the Disney Infinity games. and They weren't fantastic.
3: Mm. Um. and he was I don't think he was like a leader in any of those either Um. so it's like well you didn't hire him for his you know his yeah. his talent or like his, his history of talent so like why like what mm. what pushed them over the edge to be like oh well we know about this alt-right stuff but like we need him anyway yeah for, a, mean, for a game as high profile as that as well you say it's from
1: 2002, so maybe he's done some other work here since then. But here's the exact quote here is, uh, Some of you have expressed that due to my commentary on some game industry controversies and my sympathies for the Gamergate movement, that I might have a difficult time should I ever want to, should I ever want to return to, to professional game development. I'm happy to say that even though I disclosed my YouTube channel to Warner Brothers Games, it didn't appear to be an issue for them. Not that they endorse anything that I've said, of course, but at least they seem more concerned with making good games than with pu- than with pushing some kind of a, of a social justice agenda. So there is hope.
0: Fucked. When when was that comment that's, made? Twenty eighteen. Yeah. So yeah, so that's what I was t- I was talking about. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a very strange. Yeah. It's pretty. It's pretty disappointing. Like like you said with people were kind of holding out hope it's like you know it's it's removed from from JK so support the the studio it's still mm. it still fucking sucks for a lot of the people that are behind that game like it's just an increasingly mm. shit thing for them to be attached to because it's due to the studio the studio head or the lead whatever the fuck he is being a bit of a dipshit that it's marred by controversy. So it, it still sucks for all those people that they're all of the, the headlines surrounding something that they're putting all their working, creative yeah. effort mm. into is, is all <clears throat> and around one or a few individuals. That's, it's really disappointing.
1: Mm. Yeah. Cause, cause my thing was that uh, like I believe that Harry Potter is bigger than her now. So yeah, you know, this mm. game has very, very minimal to do with it apart from using her, universe her characters and stuff and and obviously she gets royalties but it was all the work of these devs bringing this vision sort of to life but yeah now that you've got a guy on the inside who's just uh sorry jordan what would you say just a bit of a right now (laughs) it's a
2: sense of that thanks man (laughs) (laughs) uh
1: yeah it it is a bit disappointing but not in like defense of him but i really don't want to paint all the all the same all the all that team with that same brush, because there might be no people on oh, that team absolutely well, it, 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 and yeah,
2: this, yeah. what is one of the toughest positions to be in because you'd, you you want to support the people that aren't shitheads and they're pouring their heart and soul into a game, but you also don't want to enable the
3: yeah yeah, and the you know and the 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 publishing studio as well that's you know willing to put people like that in positions of leadership. Um, mm. and obviously when you, when you say supporting a studio, you're talking about buying the game and it's like how much of what, how much of that from people buying the game is actually going to go to the, the yeah. low level employees that might be all right. So it's, yeah. It's,
1: I wonder uh, yeah. if they just thought, Oh, it's from eight years ago.
0: People won't remember or it, it'll,
3: it's the internet fine. always remembers. Yeah.
1: yeah clearly right. they,
0: they've never once been on the internet ever.
1: Um, or it's also like, why didn't Warner Brothers go? All right, you've you've done this, whatever. That's you know that's your opinion, wrong take, but we're sure. Just remove those
0: videos. Um, that's a that's a hard thing as well though, because if they get him to remove the videos and then it surfaces again later, and it's like, oh cool, Warner Brothers, you all you did was get him to remove the videos to try to, yeah,
3: scrub
0: yeah. out, scrub out uh, evidence of you being. And the
2: all, all the shitheads that align with his views will just say that Warner Brothers is also censoring and suppressing free speech.
1: Yeah, I, I it guess maybe becomes he, a martyr in the shithead community. Pretty much, yeah. It's also that he perhaps feels that he he, he doesn't feel that the same way, kind of thing. So he's like, you know, that's a different part of my life. I've moved on. I've, I'm for the better. Blah blah blah.
0: I'll get rid of them. Um, but there they are, yeah.
1: still still out there.
0: So and it's. Just, yeah, well, I think they're out there anyway. clearly there's not too much growth because if it's something that maybe you know it is from 2000, what was it, well, 2002 or 2018
1: I'm whatever? Not too sh- I'm not too sure when the videos are from, yeah. They brought up, yeah, like, t-
0: from 2018, yeah. Like you just said, Kieran, like it was brought up in 2018. So if it's you know it's at the front of his mind from two years ago, like it's it's definitely doesn't show any kind of any kind of growth, which is no. yeah, a bit disappointing as well.
1: But, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do moving forward Mm. with that. Because you've seen with, like, I I mean, they're they're two different, obviously, things. But, like, people who have had sexual misconduct charges or sexual harassment charges um, or, you know, claims or whatever uh, the word that you want to use, you know, that those people have been dismissed from their roles. Um, I wonder if Warner Brothers will you later
3: mate given given their uh silence on pretty much everything surrounding that game and its controversies i'd say that they probably don't care um yes <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> i'm not sure what
1: jordan this is, is happening happening all right
3: he's gone makes sense jo- Jordan's, um um <laughs> <Jordan's laughs> <gone. Jordan laughs> disappeared yeah but, no. um I agree. Yeah, yeah. It seems like it seems like it's not something that concerns them at all. And I mean they've got they've got the Harry Potter licence. They like controversy after to controversy, much, it's not gonna make any much, difference yeah. to their bottom line at the end of the day. Um uh,
1: yeah. but I guess there's 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 PR to be won. Good, oh, yeah. Goodwill to be won. I mean if they I don't know, is there can they can they win if they release this game? Is there any way they can Maybe they donate a share of profits to organizations or something that are affected. I, I don't
3: know. Um, I don't know, man. Warner Brothers just doesn't strike me as the type of no company that They're like the edge lord of publishing. Did you
1: hear? <laughs> no, did sorry. Did you read? Because the guy, or well, the person in charge of Warner Brothers games, he did make a statement on the. Well, no, sorry, he made an, like an internal comment on the whole controversies not the recent ones but the just the the jk ones how he said like she's in her right to express her opinion or
2: something on the internet yeah yeah he's not wrong but we're also in our right to call her a shithead
1: yeah yeah all right let's uh anyone got any more thoughts on on that let's let's move on from plenty but let's go let's go ahead let's keep going uh another quick news while i before i forget uh the sinking city is now available on ps5 Mm. Um, enhanced and all that jazz so if you've been waiting to uh play a better version of the Seeking city because it did run a little bit average at times on uh on the PS4 especially on, on the switch um yeah you can now play it's got native 4K 60 frames per second improved graphical graphical i love graphical. Gravel.
3: the roads look <laughs> way better now <laughs>
1: graphical <laughs> fidelity uh fast loading and it's got dual sense support uh i have not you hope so what else it. would you play it with so well it's obviously uses the triggers or some shit um i've not played it yet but i'm definitely keen to check it out uh maybe i'll uh,
3: finally finish it <laughs> maybe
1: your boy though, your boy broke this news, so get around me. but uh, there's I'm scrolling to find so, oh yeah. So I guess the biggest thing for this um is that it's actually published by Frogwares independently. So hey, there's no good on him. it's not it's not um uh, Big Ben in a in a deal with like uh, Nacon or um who I uh, now Big Ben who um sorry who who, who were Big Ben. Who did publish the game back in two thousand and nineteen? They do have legal problems at the moment. Those two, they are not getting along. Uh, So there is actually no upgrade. So if you have the PS four version, there is no free upgrade to the PS five, which does make sense. So Mm. um, yeah, it definitely makes sense that that wouldn't be a thing given those two under the two releases are from, from different publishers. But uh, and it's it's a it's a pretty good price at the moment. It's what like $60, sixty fifty something bucks for the standard version. Um and seventy mm. ish sixty some high sixties for the. Um. So yeah, sixty eight fifty six for the deluxe edition. So if you have a PS Plus subscription, you, you actually get a thirty percent discount. Um, and the PS Five version is actually cheaper than the PS Four version. So uh, Frogwares have a bit of Undercutting. flipping the bird there to uh, no, I, to Nacon on the price it's, but it's also cheap. smart um, so yeah uh, that's that's a thing um, alright the next probably other one of the other big talking points or discussion things that we can maybe have a bit of a uh, talk about there are rumours going around that uh, Bloober team Uh, working on a Silent Hill project. Uh, KV. I know you're a you're a big, huge, blue team fan. Um,
3: Me not so much. So. I'm I'm the driver of the blue mobile. (laughs) He's
2: a bit of a (laughs) blazer.
3: Um,
1: I would be very disappointed if this was true. So, for context, there are two or a couple rumored. Um. Sign Hill projects in the works. One of them is potentially a remake and then there's also the reboot. Um, but basically this uh, rumor is based on comments that the Bloober team CEO made to gamesindustry.biz where <clears throat> he says that they are working on an on an existing horror IP from a very famous gaming publisher. So there are probably not many... Uh, Resident Evil Village IPs <laughs> fucking hell uh, not many IPs that you can think of that they could be doing Kieran you did say to me that uh, perhaps it could be Evil Within
3: uh, yeah I mean that's a it's, it's a bit of a reach but you know given that they have they, they fall under the same umbrella as Bethesda now and Tango Gameworks is doing other stuff do they?
1: Uh, Blueber Team
3: aren't owned by Microsoft though they're not an Xbox Game Studio now. No, I don't no he, so.
2: he he I'm just means concerned. they make um, poorly optimized, buggy, bad games. <laughs>
1: um, no, they're um, no, they're like a independent developer. Uh, they're not owned by Microsoft. They just had I a deal know, with Microsoft that. for the medium. So I, yeah. I guess I guess that that is has also um fueled uh, helped fuel these rumors that. Uh, they're doing a new Silent Hill because people, I think there was rumours ages ago that the medium might have been a reboot Silent Hill, perhaps, um, but uh, they've all, uh, so they've got, um yeah, I'm sorry, I'm losing track of what I'm saying here, um, yeah. So, but the like the medium did have a lot of Silent Hill vibes and mm. and that. So I guess they do. I've made that on at- the
3: soundtrack, especially.
1: Yeah, they definitely have that atmosphere stuff um, nailed down a bit, and they did have um, Akira Yamaoka. Yema, I can never get these names right. Is is that right? It's
2: Toriyama, but Close okay. Enough. Yeah.
3: Huh. Hmm?
1: Yep. That. <laughs> um, as. Uh, one of the composers from uh, Silent Hill so and i think he's he's tweet uh, has he tweeted or something that there he might be doing another project silent hill project or something I think he
3: said something and then it was yeah. downplayed so i think it might have sparked some of the rumors yeah but um yeah i'm not i've yeah,
1: know i'm thinking about writing an article i'm not sure if i have got enough words um
3: yeah, you've used up heaps of them, so I don't know how many you've got. Huh. <laughs> I know. <laughs>
1: I'm just, just not sure if, if my thoughts can sort of uh, be the length of an article other than the fact that Bloober team games are just a bit fucking average. They're just a bit bad. Shout out, mate. Um, so then why don't you, one why one don't man, you
2: and KV oh, yeah. do an article together and then Kieran's in no, support sure. and, and like you like <laughs> yeah,
3: like Kieran a, like loves a, the idea. Or how about KV? That, you yeah. just
2: write an article that calls Zach stupid the whole time.
3: Well, yeah. It's just
1: they just their games are just a bit, just a bit shit. Like, name one good game.
3: Of Bluebird. Yeah. Observer, mate. Yeah, I know. Laser, of, of Fear. I There's two. Observer. No, you don't it's like layers even, of Fear. It's
1: not, it's not even a fucking horror game, Observer. So all their horror games are essentially turds. Observer's a, a thriller. Yeah, thriller. Not horror. <laughs> it's Lay- on laser the fringes fears, of horror. Layers of Fear is a PT wannabe, and it stinks. Layers of Fear 2, you, you didn't even finish. The medium is okay, just a bit boring at times. Um, so it, it, just, it just it just seems weird. But then on the flip side, Hill it hasn't had a good game in like 20 years, so maybe they are suited after all because match made the, heaven. There you go. The, re, the recent Silent Hill games have been also quite bummed. So um, maybe, yeah, you're right. There maybe you it's just a...
2: It's a match made well, in I, I, average I th- heaven.
1: <clears throat> I do think that um, blue heaven. Perfect for you. I, I do think that... Um,
2: Zach, blue I blue said blue average blue heaven, red heaven red not freaking horrible heaven.
1: Um,
3: would be given a bigger budget, you would think, for that. From Konami... No, I reckon what they did is they gave them like an initial budget, and they're like, "Okay, you put all of this into the Silent Hill Pachinko machine, and see how much you get."
1: (laughs) (laughs) I just don't think it'll be very good. Like, I'm just not excited about like 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 a new Silent Hill. Also, you know, it hasn't been a good game, and there hasn't really been a, a title for a long time now. And I just feel like they're just not the you know. And we've had Silent Hills with Konami, with Konami, with Kojima, and big. Who's the old mate again from Delthora. Death Stranding? Daryl Reedus. Oh, Sean Norman. That's it.
3: Sean Norman. Love Sean, Sean Norman. Norman. <laughs> Love him. Daryl Norman.
1: Um, he yeah he you know that game looked very cool, also, yeah seemed very cool. Uh, yeah. And Now it's like hey here's Kojima and Norman Reedus in this cool sounding Silent Hill game. Oh, cancelled. We're gonna get Blue Team instead because they're cheaper and shitter. No, I shouldn't call them shit, sorry. That, that's me. That's, no, that's going to be your intro for the week, talking
2: about Bloober games, just calling them shit.
1: No, I don't, I don't mean that. Oof. You tag them in it. <laughs> they're just, they're solid sixes. They're six out of ten games. Actually, Laser fear is not even a six, it's like a four. But um, well,
3: Sixes, if a game's six out of ten, isn't that too good for you?
1: <laughs> 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 Maybe that's why I just don't enjoy it, because it's too good. Um, that checks yeah. out. Adam, what do you got? You're a horror boy. Talk to me about Look, it.
0: Look, the only, the only Blue Team game that I've played was um, Blair Witch, and I played that oh. on... <laughs> I forgot I, about I, Blair Witch. I played that while it had just so many issues, so I think I'm probably a bit jaded towards them. Um, but, I like, it's, it's hard, though, because that game definitely had cool ideas, and there were... I could see potential that you know they're fans yeah. of horror. I'm sure, um, but they just weren't
3: realised. So I don't yeah. know. Maybe with a bigger ah.
0: budget, and you sounds know, like a pretty
1: common theme. Amongst all so, like
0: that's games.
3: the thing. Like I like a lot of a lot of bloobers' pitfalls are just you know when their ideas <clears throat> are bigger than their their budget, um, I run away from them. Yeah, I've got
1: and a I've got, I've got a fix. Bloober team should give their ideas to a developer that can execute
0: them. You've executed Bloober, mate. You are being Shut an up. absolute savage. But,
3: like I would love to see like a cuz like they they do good with injecting a bit of that like European sort of style of horror and stuff into their the and they, they they pay a lot of reverence to their heritage and stuff as well. Uh so like the medium was set <laughs> in um was it set in Poland? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Crack um, out. I, I wouldn't. Yeah. I would. I wouldn't mind them adding a bit of that to a game like or to a franchise like Silent Hill.
1: Look, I'll give them credit. Like they like the atmospheres that they have. Yeah. Excuse me. Like like they do very well with the atmosphere. Um, and the medium definitely was a step up for them. I mean, you know, the budget because they obviously got a little little bit of Phil Spencer's. You know, he's. Uh, but he meter money for the for that game, so there were definitely better parts than uh, than other games like voice acting. Even the story was relatively good, um, and the atmosphere, like I said, was excellent, um, and like the visuals were good too. But it just it's the gameplay part that just just stinks a bit. Um, just has that blooper stink on on it. You know what I mean?
3: <laughs> that blooper stink. <laughs> Love but also,
1: combat. Like, have they really done combat? No. So, so this is the thing. Yeah, like, so that's where call. that's where an evil. Silent within Hill doesn't
3: in... need combat though. No,
1: but, but like sorry, y- no. That's where you
3: evil s-
0: then wouldn't work. You say all this, and Playground Games are making the next Fable game. So I mean, fucking pigs can fly. So who knows? Maybe well, it could. People be can eight. fly sometimes. Maybe it should have been flying
1: wild hog then.
0: Another Polish.
1: Yep. I think I think they're Polish.
0: That's that's the point I was trying to get across with that.
1: <laughs> anyway, uh, Jordan, you got any thoughts on Blue Team, making Silent Hill, perhaps?
0: Um, I guess my only thing is,
2: uh, yeah, they don't have the greatest history as a developer, but at the same time, creating games is expression, and everyone has to have a fair shot at everything that they can do. So it might not be exactly fair to um, you know, put them out to the pasture just yet because they may have some unproven talent should- that you are. Uh, haven't seen oh, you.
1: I'm not putting them out to pasture. Yes, though. you That's absolutely
2: insane. are. I'm d- I'm you saying. are legit like, oh, You're someone's making silent on a hill. Could it be barriers? anyone but Blubber?
0: I'm just saying, not out make to You've taken it behind the fucking woodshed, mate. Go make laser fear three.
1: Do something that else.
0: Give him Harry Potter. Um, <laughs>
1: r- Remind me, <laughs> after um after the potty, I've got a little nugget for you. What did you call me? Said, I've oh got fuck! A little... I want nuggets. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh no. So, Karen, quick question, Adam, for you, actually, everyone, open, open, uh, question here. Who would you no. want if you were the in charge of the Silent Hill license? Who would you give the the license to?
3: I give it back to Kojima. Yeah.
2: That that's <laughs> that would be a good
3: choice. Mm. Um. Mm.
2: See, this is kind of out of my area of expertise it. because I'm not a big horror fan.
1: Mm. i will give it to spiders. No, you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you can't <laughs> no, just know. slander Bloober for thirty minutes and then say fucking spiders. <laughs> like, you say you know, spiders for
0: literally fucking anything, though. In fairness, no, I wouldn't. We You're wouldn't like, who really should make spider? my coffee this morning? I, spiders. They're amazing. The French spiders. developer. They're great. Nah. Nah, that it. Nah, g- give
2: it, give it to um, uh, Spiral House Games.
0: I'll give it to Arcane. Oh, gee whiz! I'll uh, I'll chuck your left field one. Give it to Sad Square because they made Visage, which was coming out for fucking ten years, and that game is brilliant. It's a really solid horror game that everyone should go and try. I
3: still haven't played. So back. I say,
0: I say, give it to them. Give it to, See, give it
2: to From Software. and Then you're gonna have a Souls-like set in the Silent Hill universe.
0: You actually. Um, oh, I wouldn't be mad. You reminded me
1: uh, who I was thinking about this question last night in bed, and I actually had a had a developer in in mind, but then when we we're talking, yeah, I'm spiders. Write down. Protocol Games. Who you ask? Who is Protocol Games? They made Song of Horror. Uh, Which game was fucking cool? That was a very cool game. Uh, It's third person. Doesn't have combat though. So, um, yeah. Well, then evil within's out of question. Oh yeah, I'd probably would only want Tango, old mate, to uh, Mango Tango to to make that Mango team works. But um, anyway, let's let's uh, let's keep let's keep going through the uh, through the news here. All right. So, Fast and the Furious Dual Sense Drift. I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> I love when you just read out of that. Advice. So, um, I don't know who put that in there. Oh, but yes. I, no, I think, that I, let me guess, is this to do with the PS5 Drift? I guess He's so. He's gone and done it.
2: Yeah. So, um, I
1: thought I'd put, put that in. That so, nice.
2: I believe that some Dual Sensors have already started showing uh, Joy Con or Joy Con, or just stick drift issues. Um... Mm. And I don't know what site it was. Um, but there was a site that did like a proper tear down on the controller. And they showed that, um absolutely not, I cannot be bothered tearing down that controller. But um they uh they showed that Sony are using like one of the cheapest uh analog sticks on the market, which means that their life expectancy for before they're getting stick drift is actually not very high. And it's also one of the most difficult and frustrating paths to replace on the controller. So, uh, you know, they're doing a Nintendo. Yeah, I haven't,
1: um, personally, I've not had any issues, but I guess you probably need to play the PS5 to have issues with that. So that rules me out for the moment. Um, Kieran, you got, you had anything yet?
0: Nothing so far. Um, Adam? Nothing personally but I I do have a mate that's had pretty bad stick drift issues on on the DualSense so it's definitely a problem that <clears throat> I'm aware of. So what
1: have people come into your work environments? My
0: my place my place of work? Yes, uh I've had personally I've had a few um but I mean it's not been a huge issue like in comparison to say the switch it doesn't seem to be
3: as rough i what? feel like i feel like in the in like the next like four or five months it's gonna get yeah bad because if those yeah if if those teardowns are, are any indication uh even with like normal use the amount of time you can expect those sticks to not necessarily start breaking but at least to have the potential to start working is like 4 to 6 months which is ridiculous Jeez. so uh,
1: if you can answer on recording what's the remedy available to uh, people
2: I think for a while it'll either be they offer a repair service like Nintendo did when they were first called out for their Joy-Con drift issues but the in the long run, they'd have to revise the controller with new analog sticks, and uh, potentially no, yeah. replace uh, the current uh, dual sensors with those new ones.
1: So, if someone was to walk into one of to a shop today and go, "Hey, I've got stick drift issues. What's?"
3: I mean, it's oh, like, okay.
2: Peg whatever. it against the wall and be like, "Your stick drift issues are gone now."
3: We're only like what, like three months out from launch, so everything's still covered by warranties. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's all it's, manufacturing yeah, yeah. warranty. So yeah. Cool. It's just yeah. a replacement.
1: No, I just wasn't sure if if that yeah if that's like a yeah no we can definitely cover that yeah cool nice uh, all right other news uh, BlizzCon. Uh, does nah. anyone Want to go through BlizzCon?
2: All that I care about is Diablo yeah, Four through really cool and. Uh, I'm mildly interested in the Diablo 2 remaster, remake, whatever it is, because I tried to play the uh, original Diablo 2 and I kept having an issue where it would delete my save file every time I launched the game.
0: That's
3: fun. Oh, you gotta, yeah. I know about that issue where you had to, like, uh, untick the box that says delete my save file whenever I open this game. It's a tricky
0: one. That one. It's like yeah. the when you sign up for something and it says it has the, uh, send me emails about current deals. You know there are some sites like that I have.
2: It won't say send me emails. It says don't send me emails. You get a ticket to not get emails.
0: Cheeky. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are there are a couple of things from BlizzCon that I was I was keen on. Um, like Jordan said, Diablo Four. Not that we got heaps, but they showed off the rogue class a bit, which looked pretty sick. Um, there's Diablo two resurrected, which is the, the remaster of two, obviously, um, that looked really slick. I'm keen as a bean to get on that. Um, and then they had like a 35 minute presentation for overwatch two, um, which I mean, granted it didn't give huge amounts of detail, but it showed off a couple maps showed off some character redesigns and reworks and showed off the PVE, which for the first time actually looked semi-interesting. I wasn't at all excited when they announced PVE because their limited time events were just kind of bland. Um, But it seems like they've taken criticism on board and they look to be making it a better experience. So if that is the case, then awesome. Um, I can't say I'm really all that keen for it. Even regardless of what they showed off, but I'm definitely more interested than I was before BlizzCon.
1: Nice, <clears throat> nice. Uh, if you want to check out any of the announcements and stuff, uh, I know that Ash has covered BlizzCon.
2: Uh, oh, pretty and well. Uh, over on the... Also, something that was really hilarious to me is that Blizzard announced they are re-releasing the Burning Crusade, but on Lord of Warcraft Classic.
0: Oh yeah. How insane. Uh, I don't understand, but...
3: Only Blizzard would just, like, get, like, what, like 10, 12 years into a game's life cycle and just start releasing it again? Yep. Hmm.
1: Uh, Also, I believe... Actually, I might not be able to share that, so I I shouldn't say that. Just forget you heard that. Let's move on. Um... Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines Two has been delayed. Pretty much, wow! Outside. So that
2: headline you don't just read off the off the document.
1: That's actually not bad. Vampire the Masquerade Bloodfart.
2: <laughs> I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll pay that. Um, Thank you, Kieran, for that one. <laughs> so,
3: Welcome. Uh, yeah.
0: uh, Stroke that is. I'm a bit worried about uh, what a blood fart is. <laughs> <laughs> don't think
2: about it too much, okay?
0: Yeah, go, go to the news, Zach. Go to the news. When you're a uh, vampire. <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> oh, fuck.
1: <laughs> oh, no. Go on. No, that's it. Okay. Uh, yeah, so this game has been pretty... This development has been cooked for a for a while now with a bunch of delays and just... It's, it was meant to come out, I think, 2019, I think, from memory. Pushed to 2020. Yeah, nah. Death's coming out in 2021. And now um, Paradox... Uh I forgot the name of the studio of the sorry of the publisher Paradox, Paradox, Paradox. Interactive. Paradox Interactive. Uh they put out a statement tonight. Uh I will read it to you. It says good morning, because obviously they're in a different time zone.
2: Well and the podcast will be out in the morning.
1: And the podcast will be out in the morning, so let's just let's go. Let's just read it verbatim. <laughs> good morning, everyone. Hello. Uh, as you as you have noticed, we've been keeping pretty quiet for a while. With this in mind, yeah. yeah, here comes an update. Uh secondly we have made the hard decision, I'm not sure if that's uh, like a pun there, uh, that hard suit Labs will no longer be leading the development of Bloodlines 2, which also means that we will not be re- releasing in 2021 as previously planned. Since we can't give you a release date, we're not doing pre-orders anymore either. Okay, when I said about reading verbatim, I was lying. Uh, this game is very important to us and it has been an ambitious project from the very start. In order to meet our goals for it, we've come to the, we've come to the conclusion that a change is needed as a result more development time is required i'd like to thank uh hardship labs for their efforts and thank them for the hard work on the project the studio's has done a tremendous job in laying the foundations for the game and we hope that you the community will also appreciate their contribution to bloodlines too uh we will give you news when we have it so games fucked i wonder how much it's going to change like are they going to just go again, just start from scratch.
0: Yeah, I, I get that they say laying foundations, but that's pretty ambiguous. Like, is it they, you know, got it started and it, you know, they look at it and they they draw <clears> little <throat> inspirations from it or put an mm. NPC in the game and they're like, oh, yeah, that was, that was their contribution, this NPC that you talk to.
3: Or
0: yeah, is it like they're actually building off what has been started.
1: Which is, it, in
0: itself, is kind of weird, because
1: if they thought that they weren't doing a good job, why would they, I don't know, like like, like, while, like while they keep working on their vision... Because
2: they're like not the blue Team, mate.
1: Oh, don't. Hey, I'm not the one going on about blue Team. <laughs> Sounds like you're fucking in love with them. Um, fuck blue. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. Game I was very excited for, bum game. Bad game, bad development team.
3: <laughs> wow. <laughs> no so sorry, so hot not, and cold tonight. Uh, sorry,
1: uh, bad uh, publishing team, bad bad management team, sorry, is what I meant. Shout outs to the devs there for your, all your hard work uh, on getting a game delayed twice. And, I'm and, lost. Who do we t- hate again?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Me. <laughs> Bluebird. I'm
1: I'm just rambling. Uh, maybe it should be Vampire the Masquerade Blue blind too. Oh my sure. god!
2: No, Blue but, blind would uh, be better. So,
1: so that game is delayed, probably never coming out. Just a bit like Blue but take take that out the back and put it to rest. I say, uh, Nvidia being greedy shit shitcans. <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right, thank you for reading that one. Uh, yes, yeah, so Kieran, take no better. <laughs> Basically, um, over. I think it was yesterday. Uh, NVIDIA announced the launch of, or they announced their CMP GPUs, which are quote-unquote crypto-mining focused uh, GPUs. Which on paper sounds good, and they're uh, updating their drivers, so you can't really use the current GeForce cards, which are designed for gaming, quote-unquote. You can't really use those for crypto-mining anymore, because it'll be half as efficient. But where the problem really lies is they're currently claiming that it's not taking any GPUs uh, away from uh, from the GeForce line right now. Which I believe right now, because the 30 series is uh, still quite young. But what they haven't really factored in is as these manufacturing processes become more and more mature, there are less and less... Um, there's less and less failure. There's, less, there's a lower failure rate in the manufacturing. So what's effectively going to happen is they're going to be actively taking perfectly fine GeForce GPUs away from their gaming cards and putting them on these mining cards, which cannot be used for anything else. They're locked. They don't have any visual adapters, nothing like that. Um, and then what's going to happen is once cryptocurrency goes bust again, these are... Uh, these... These uh mining-focused cards will end up in landfill and uh, in e-waste centers, which e-waste centers are only able to get, like, I think, like, 15% of the materials out of a uh, given component anyway. So, in reality, they're doing lots more damage to the environment by focusing on an industry that is horrifically power inefficient. They're increasing... Mm. Um, actual physical waste of their graphics cards and they're going to be reducing in the long run the amount of available gpus made on their factory lines because they want to you know get a hold of that uh, cryptocurrency mining craze which is very frustrating um and it's absolutely a poor decision and the new 3060 has already sold for a thousand dollars in some places of america but that's unrelated. Really nice. Nice. Mm. But yeah, so uh,
3: I don't I don't I don't know if any of you guys keep up with the, the crypto stuff either, but in the last twenty four hours pretty much every single cryptocurrency has dropped like twenty to forty points.
2: That, that's
1: it's, huge. Yeah, I'm looking at it's my like whole uh, port, portfolio now and she's uh she's nosedive mate. I was I was getting I was near a
0: thousand dollars in total on oh, wait no, yeah. Did you just oh. buy a thousand dollars worth of Dogecoin? Is that what? I your did. I did buy. No, he,
2: he actually no. started his own Resident Evil themed uh, cryptocurrency <laughs> called Leon Coin. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: Sounds it sexy. Was, it was a nine hundred and ten on Feb 20th. And now on the twenty third, it's six seventy
2: four.
3: She's in nice. freefall. Fuck. Yeah. Remember when that. I remember when I used to own two Bitcoin? Yep. Amazing.
2: And then you use that Bitcoin yeah. to buy a poop slinger or whatever it was.
1: Those those were the days. So why is it why is it dropped?
3: Just off the.
2: Because Nvidia announced this. The market's
3: this. just market's uh, is wild.
1: That, is that why? No. Nah. No. Nah. Nah.
3: Just because it's so volatile. Elon Musk probably said something like, "Crypto bad," and then everyone was just like. <laughs> <laughs> Crypto bad. Everyone
1: sold. Um, all right, let's go with another couple of quick ones and then we'll uh, finish it off. Before we go to the final bit of news, I got one quick little bit of news that I just oh, I was reminded of, um, posted on uh, C F Tech. Uh, could Dragon and Guilt be the next games to film or TV hits pushed by Epic games? Um, so apparently, There's a company that's um, good. Um, here, so where are we? So, Epic Games looking to push forward using Unreal's power. uh, Hang on, where the fuck? I'm confused with the actual part of the news. Here we are. Sorry, where's the news
3: in this podcast? That's what I'm confused about. Epic Games basically
1: have given a grant to uh Goldfinch to help realize like TV shows, and the two TV shows that they have chosen, or sorry, the two games. They've chosen to build um, shows around potentially, so they're gonna do pitches first. Uh Dragon and Guilt, I think, is what is what it is. Um so in con- in conjunction with creatives at Talent House, uh, Goldfinch will now uh, look towards de- developing pitch treatments for uh, for those two games. ninety uh, second teaser trailers and stuff like that. So as a big fan of uh Dragon, I'm uh, definitely keen to uh, to see that game come to, uh, the small screen or the or the big screen. Um, and speaking of movies, the Mortal Kombat trailer dropped this week. No, last week. Sorry. Um. What do we all think? I haven't watched it.
0: I haven't watched oh, it. Go and watch it. It kicks all kinds of ass. It, it is looks, very very good. It looks mint. I, am, all kinds of keen
1: karen
3: what'd you think i haven't watched it oh what the fuck really boys sorry. you're not no you're not, don't be not, sorry be better no
2: okay mister right. i haven't played eternity the last unicorn yet nah fuck you so <laughs>
1: um, any reason why you haven't watched it karen not you're not a mortal kombat
3: guy or no not really not nah, fair jordan oh, okay. you no, no not that's, really that is actually fair enough then <laughs>
2: I, I grew up with Tekken, Jordan. not Mortal Kombat.
1: Did you... Well, hang on. Did you read about that news that... was? I think oh, Ash might oh have shared God. in the, the... Jezebel one? In the chat. Yeah, so Je, Je, uh, the website's called Jezebel, which I've never heard of, but they ran an article basically saying why is Chun-Li not in the trailer or some shit like that.
3: <laughs> um, and we know and Chun-Li is from Dead or Alive, so... Um, I thought Chun-Li was no, from she's, Smash. She's, nah, she's from Final Fight. No, she's from... Streets um, of
2: Rage.
1: Yeah um actually what she from now, now now I'm actually now she's from primal rage
0: no bloody raw. Jesus. raw it's turned into how many fighting game franchises can we name <laughs> and now i've actually forgotten what she's from tekken yeah straight fighter oh my
2: goodness
1: <laughs> he's nailed it no. <laughs> um it. yeah so that was pretty embarrassing for them not for us uh, but yeah, this trailer yes. looks fucking cool. The only, the only thing, Adam, I'm pointing to you, the only thing is it didn't have the old school music.
0: I guaranteed it will. There will be a moment in the movie that 100% will have that. Have you seen someone's cut the song into the trailer? Oh, does it make it infinitely better? Yeah. yeah fuck. have you
2: not watched that, it's Adam? Hot. Come on.
0: Yeah, I know. I thought what you were a piece a of shit. I should be better. You should be. Um, you should be better. <laughs> the, the one part of the trailer that I wasn't a big fan of was old mate showing his, the, the dragon scar thing in the, the voiceover saying it's a birthmark and someone else saying, what does that mean? And she replies with, he was born with it. It's like, what <laughs> The fuck kind of dialogue is that? That is, that is That's... shithouse. But I mean, I'm sure there will be context to it in the film, I hope, but it's a weird line to choose to put in the trailer. Mm. It's, fucking bizarre. What did they have Kano? Ah, oh, brilliant. Yeah, it's good. Um, um the the easily the best bit of the trailer is Scorpion and Sub-Zero fighting right at the end and their fight scene looks like it's taken straight out of Mortal Kombat 11. Like it mm. it 100% they use moves that are actually in the game. Like Sub-Zero putting up a, a wall of ice and yeah. using a grapple to throw Scorpion through it. Like, it's it. Awesome.
2: Now, yeah, now I know Sub-Zero is in the Mortal Kombat movie.
0: <sighs> you ruined it.
1: What have I done? Uh, do we have a release date? I think. Did Ash post it's that? It's in April April 18th. And is it Cinemars? Or uh, do we know if it's on a streaming service?
0: It's getting a theatrical release. I just don't know Mm. what that will look like in Australia. Probably very limited.
1: Cool. Nice. Um, All right. That's that's the news. Let's quickly go through the off topics. Anything anyone wants to talk about?
0: Yeah, there is is a really pressing off topic that I've been holding in the chamber. Uh, Just before we started recording, there was a bit of a bombshell that's rocked. Well played to the very foundation. Zach Jackson, when getting <laughs> a curry, has decided <laughs> that getting a plain naan over a garlic naan is the correct decision, and we all think he's... We have a naan of it. Abs- <laughs> <laughs> we all think he's an absolute fool for it. It's just another one of your shit opinions, mate. It's dreadful.
1: You see,
3: I've already Can't even order Indian food without being a stupid... <laughs> f- <laughs> go, go have
2: your plain naan-flavoured oak.
3: Oh my god, can you the, that? the greatest no, thing heard. is
0: I was just before I came into the, the spare room where I record the podcast, I said to my Mate, partner we all Key, record was, the podcast, all right? Don't the, sorry, sorry <laughs> yeah, no, take it's credit. just it is just me. I do the voices for everyone. It's you a, pretty it's a job. talent of mine. But I, I say to Key before I come in, I'm like, oh, that's gonna be great. Off topic's gonna come around. We're all gonna rip the the shit out of Zach for his non opinion. And I tell her what the opinion is, and he, she's like, does he just not like flavor? <laughs> it's like, yeah, no, nah, that that pretty well, pretty well sums it up.
1: So, as I said, I prefer just to have just the plain bread and then soak up the sauce and experience the flavors from the sauce rather than have it uh, with a, an additional garlic. But
2: the sauce, the sauce is hyped by the garlic.
1: Whoever nah, complains really-
2: about garlic...
3: You already get the flavor of the sauce when you eat the sauce. Why wouldn't you no. want like a different mix of flavors? Cuz I, I just want none. the
1: sauce mate. I just want the curry sauce. And also just get a just get a slab of
3: tip top and just dip that in so there. You might as well When I'm ordering
1: <laughs> when I'm ordering a kebab, uh I don't get garlic sauce. No, that's fine. I I can understand that go, because you... some
2: some meats that are using the kebabs have garlic in their rub and it can be overpowering.
1: Just chilli sauce for, for me. Just hot baby yeah. chilli sauce.
3: Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. Yeah, see, thank uh, you. Nah, look, that it's not I'm as just, egregious. I'm
1: just not a garlic sauce kind of guy. Like, garlic bread is is good, garlic pizza's good, it's just garlic naan, it's just not for what I, not, like, not for what my, I want.
2: My problem it. with garlic is when I have it with anything with garlic sauce, it goes right through me and I don't care.
1: Wow. Also, the fact that maybe that's how garlic oak is made, garlic naan oak. Gross.
3: Anyway. <laughs> so, when you when you get when you get pizza and you get the accompanying bread, do you just get it with like bread all the way through? No, I get I I, I like garlic bread. Mate. <laughs> can
1: I
0: order what, a, a I, side of
3: bread? Yeah, I, I want a garlic
2: bread without without the garlic. <laughs> yeah,
1: can but you I, hold
3: that? Just give me like a long a long roll. Could I please I have a virgin garlic. garlic bread? <laughs>
1: You guys are fucked up.
0: Yeah, we're the problem. Yeah.
1: <laughs> sure. Hmm. Well, now we know who... Uh... Maybe I'm just a vampire. Oh, Maybe Actually, you no, are. Can't, cause, garlic cause gives they, you blood farts. Because <laughs> they eat garlic bread, so it can't be.
2: Do you? I'm pretty sure we just established you don't. You just eat bread.
1: I do. I do love bread, though. Just yeah, we know.
2: That's why you don't get garlic naan.
1: Anyway, off topics apart from my choice of naan bread, <laughs> uh, I finished Your Honor, Season of Your Honor. Um, With or without really garlic naan. It. There was no garlic naan involved in uh, the making of Your Honor. Uh, all the watching. Um, but it was good. Uh, Brian Cranston, he kills it. Um, Spoiler. Oh, he's, <laughs> acting, he, <laughs> he's acting. He's acting is very yeah. Like it, it's it's very well acted. The story's a bit uh a bit out there a but, but you know, still good in a way. Um, overall, quite enjoyable. I'd probably give it an eight. There are a couple of little plot holes there, and some just some just some real like dumb moments. You just
2: like not having garlic.
1: Sorry, <laughs> You just think about what's happening on screen. And you just go, fucking hell! Like, what an
0: idiot. Um, but yeah, no. Being a, being a fan of horror movies, I thought you'd be conditioned to to terrible decisions in movies.
1: But it's not. Well, it's not. Not not a a horror film, mate. Oh, I un- I understand that. It well, just
2: sounds horrible.
1: Oh, that is unfair. All right. uh anybody got anything? Uh, else yes, else. so
2: my family got new couches on the weekend and they're leather couches and my cat absolutely hates it. But here in Adam, you're like this. I'll put it in the chat. I came down in the afternoon yesterday to see him sleeping on his little mat on the couch.
0: That's mm. cute. Ah, oh, how good.
2: He's a, he's a little trooper. And uh, Looking all kinds of comfortable. Zach, exactly, you're like this. So for a little while, I've been a little annoyed at Samsung because I have a wireless charger from them and it all of a sudden stopped working. Mm. When I got these new couches, they have wireless charging in the, uh, the, almost like the armrest. It's almost like a little table. Uh, and I realized it wasn't working with my phone and I test my old Samsung wireless charger with my mom's phone and it works. So it turns out my iPhone 10 was the problem, not the Samsung charger. (laughs) So, uh, classic, yeah, you know, classic. App. I'm, I'm really looking at that, uh, that Note 20 Ultra now. <laughs>
1: get the, get the Huawei, get, get what if Huawei's still on? Don't even nah. get Android. We well, know you get Android. No, no, you don't get Android. Just get it, experience it. No. Nah. Okay. Okay. Maybe
2: sick. if you ate garlic, naan, I'll listen to you all of it.
1: What if there was a phone? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was made out of garlic <laughs> garlic, Revolutionary. Man.
2: I feel like you'd either eat that phone very quickly or it would go rancid very quickly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, not nah, fair. Do you reckon... you know how Pizza Hut did that uh, terrible pepperoni wrap thing?
3: Domino's, wasn't it?
1: Oh, was it? Domino's, sorry. What if uh, there was a, like, a garlic flavored one? What if you... you your PS5 smelled like garlic naan oh my it's god in use. <laughs>
2: you're just thinking insert random thing garlic naan <laughs> <laughs> just
1: they should be like like perfumes for the console welcome to the Warplay
2: DLC garlic naan cast
1: and you can sort of put like this little tube thing into the back of the the console and then whenever it gets real hot or something it just it's like an air, like like air freshener it just squirts out like a little bit of I don't know, I don't know why that would be a
3: thing. It's, it sounded
2: okay. Are you okay? Do we need to, like, get help for you?
3: Is there a way that we can, like, splice in an outro to, like, ten minutes ago in the podcast <laughs> and just all <laughs> this weird shit off? <laughs> it, yeah, it
0: was, uh, it'd be a mercy for everyone listening, really, wouldn't it? Yeah, that was uh, not one of my best ideas.
2: That's going to be the intro. It's going to be five minutes of you talking about garlic non <laughs> <laughs> scented things. <laughs>
1: Um, Alright, let's wrap it up.
2: Uh, before we wrap it up, uh, just for anyone listening, if the podcast sounds a little different, it's because I'm using a new editing software, which means I have to redo all the equalizations for everyone's voices. So, your ears aren't weird; it may sound a little different. Sorry about that.
3: Nice.
1: Mm-hmm. All right, let's uh, let's let's call it there because it's nearly midnight. It's bedtime for a lot of us thank you for listening to this episode of the well played dlc podcast if you want to check out all the content all the guy naan recipes you can go to www.well-played.com.au we're back on facebook apparently maybe hopefully by friday we didn't so even address that
2: this week
3: <laughs> like
1: oh yeah that, that happened we so if you didn't happened, know we, we it happened and facebook,
3: unhappened in between the two podcasts and now we're fine.
1: back on facebook um so yeah give us a like
2: I'll give you a like. can you know, way. No, uh, you don't eat garlic,
1: We shall see you next week. Have a good week. Ciao. Stay safe. Bye.
0: Bye.